Hey, everybody, it's Joe Trippy, and welcome back to That Trippy Show. This week, Fox paid $787.5 million to admit they lied. And why Tom Etzel's idea last week is gaining a ton of steam. Of course, the media is getting the debt ceiling thing completely wrong. And we get to some of your questions this week, too, if Alex takes us there. Alex, where should we get started? I think I'm going to take us there right now. So, first of all, Joe, Tom's idea last week on the pod about the Senate hearings on everything related to the Fox settlement, I think, are are really good. A ton of people tweeted, wrote in about it, and I want to get to a few of them, specifically Chris C. in Washington, who wants to kind of know what, what it would take to do it. He said, I think the Senate hearings idea could be huge. What would it take for Democrats to get off their couches and actually start holding hearings? Does the other lawsuit, and I think he means the Smartmatic one, also need to settle or, God forbid, go south? Doesn't it feel like the political strategy on the left is lagging a little bit on this one? Well, yeah, I mean, I think uh, Tom's point, uh, Tom Etzel's point, and again, we, you should read his piece in the New York Times if you haven't, put it in the show notes. But his point was that, you know, to take action against the misinformation out there and the sort of outrage machine that was built on the on the right to to attack you know attack attack for everything from uh, CRT to, to I mean every you know just whatever the outrage is uh, that there's the one thing it's also destructive to democracy and what is going on in states right now I mean the DeSantis and the six week abortion ban even more total bans in other places taking away of rights, uh, the messing with with the electoral college and how in the states that can now pass laws so that the legislatures can change the, you know, basically say that, hey, the voters got it wrong or the machines got it wrong. I mean, this is actually going straight down this case where they put laws in place to say, hey, there was, a, we don't believe in the count and the legislature thinks the, the uh, uh, electoral votes of our state should go somewhere else. So all these things are happening. And yes, the, the mainstream media is not going, it's going to keep doing both sides thing and all that. He, he pointed out on, on that last uh, podcast that, you know, the one place where Democrats have the power would be U.S. Senate hearings. Because if so, you've had U.S. Senate hearings on democracy, on the threats to democracy, on the lies of Fox uh, News, you, you know, basically across the threats to democracy and that all all of that's included in there, including including Fox, you know, and have public hearings, televised hearings and and have it every night and, you know, expose all of this to all of what's happening to the American people. And I, I think it was a great idea. I said so then. Um, and I think, you know, right away, then this, this Fox settlement kind of like really made even more clear to me, hey, this is not a bad idea. There's a way to get Rupert Murdoch and Tucker Carlson and uh, Hannity to to actually have to testify in front of the American people, in front of TV cameras, and that's to to drag them in to a Senate hearing on how media misinformation and lies are harming our democracy as part of what I think Tom was, was talking about. So I think that would be, um, I mean, to answer your question, that's, it's not how, we can. 
but I think it probably involves a lot of us contacting our senators, uh, Democratic senators, because the Republicans will have their 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 earplugs in, but contacting them and and urging them to to hold hearings on the threat to democracy. That's actually kind of a rare one where, you know, a lot of times people put out these calls to action saying, call your senator, ask him to do X. And a lot of times it's getting it's asking like Mike Lee in Utah to do something that's like so clearly not something he's going to do, especially when a bunch of national Democrats are asking. But this one is actually like you listening to this right now who probably lean a little bit left or at least lean pro-democracy can call your, and we know where our listeners are, you can actually go call like Alex Padilla, who, by the way, former Secretary of State, understands this clearly and would probably listen to a lot of Californians asking him to start pushing. So yeah, absolutely do it. We'll probably put out a call to action with the union and certainly the Lincoln Project will in the next couple of days. So keep an eye on that. But but yeah, this is something that Democrats can actually do. Yeah. yeah. They're Dick Durbin. There's a, a, a bunch of Democrats, I think, who would listen to this and uh, and have the, the chairmanships or the power to, to actually put it, put it into action. And I think, you know, it, it should be clear to everybody. I mean, you know, you get to this lawsuit, though, and, you know, it, it's worth noting that Rupert paid something like six times the settlement amount in his divorces combined. $187 million <laughs> is a drop in the bucket for Fox. Uh, and, you know, I, I, the bulwark called it a, a, a parking ticket. But the other thing that the, the bulwark said is that uh, Mike Lindell is going to get shredded because the other piece of this is it ain't over, folks. I mean, Lindell has got a case against him. The same lawyers for Dominion are working on that. Sidney Powell has got a case against her, Rudy Giuliani. And then, of course, there is the Smartmatic case, the other machine, co- you know, voting machine company that has a, an even bigger uh, amount, uh, over $2 billion lawsuit against uh, uh, Fox as well. And I think, again, you know, the other thing that I've been trying to figure out is, and I've brought it up before, but along with the Senate he- hearings that, that Etzel, that's Etzel's idea, and I think he's right. The other thing I'm wondering is whether, it, whether if enough Americans signed up as class action litigants against Fox, whether there's trial lawyers out there that would take the case, you know, to seek damages on behalf of U.S. citizens versus Fox News for the damage these lies have done to our democracy and to the nation. Uh, I don't, I'm not a, I'm not even a, a jailhouse lawyer, so I don't know whether there's legal standing for such a, a, a class action, um, whether there's legitimate legal way to, to push that case forward, that kind of idea forward. But I, I have been amazed at how many comments in the comment section on Twitter uh, to my Twitter account have said, yeah, I'm in, I'll sign. I mean, I just, it's clear that a whole bunch of Americans would, would be part of that class action suit and feel da- damaged uh, and know that the damage that Fox has done. The question is, I don't know whether we could legally do it. But but I still think that's an idea that we should all explore. Well, you know, Fox very clearly saw vulnerability and wanted to shut this thing down quickly, which I think tells all of us that there we need to keep the spotlight on this. We need to keep the, the spectacle going. I mean, well, I, 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 Mitt Romney said you don't agree to pay someone three quarters of a billion dollars unless you think there's a real risk you're going to lose. But it was very clear Fox treated this as a business decision, yeah. right? 
rather than get dragged for six weeks they just said let's pay to hopefully get the new story to move on well what but one of the things that trump desantis uh, you know mtg all of them uh get is uh, you know is the spectacle now of of uh, getting people's attention and how powerful that can be it, you know and trump is amazingly good at it hey i'm gonna get arrested next tuesday and the next thing you know for weeks or week or 10 days we're talking about it uh and get that focus um you know they do the crazy we do the work but they do the spectacle and we don't and i think part of doing the work is to create a spectacle that exposes this stuff that's why i think the class action suit hearings uh never let up on this we have to at every every step of the way fox lies trump lies and and that these it's no longer just crazy it's dangerous and we're seeing it every day and we saw it on january 6th and we see it every day uh, another just craven attack on people you know taking women's rights away i mean it's 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 you know the the whole I think we're going to get to this, you know, uh, this whole, you know, attack on wokeism, whatever. It's just, it's all mean spirited and, and, and it's unleashing real violence, I think, around the country. And I think we're starting to, we're, it, that part, I think, we, you know, was always crazy, but I think the danger of it all, not just to our democracy, but to people in their neighborhoods is becoming clearer and, and their personal rights. I mean, in terms of uh, right. a, a woman. Uh, who wouldn't even know, most of them wouldn't even have an idea that they're, they're pregnant in six weeks or just be figuring out that maybe I am, though they, they can't, they're, they that rights taken away in, in a bunch of states now. And so it's, it's this craven mean spiritedness. It's not even rational. I mean, it's obviously not rational, uh, but, uh, anyway, where do you want to, uh, go from here? Well, the one thing before we before we move off, because I do want to get to a couple more listener comments that, you know, and, and I know you talked to Reed about this yesterday um, and the new LP pod that should be dropping in the next couple of days. But it, it, the one thing about the spectacle that it also does is, and, and I think Greg Sargent had another piece on this. I feel like we quote him every week, but the idea that Fox creates this very intentionally walled garden for their followers and the right wing kind of whole ecosystem. The whole point is that you only turn to them for news and you only, you don't go out and look for any other facts. Well, you don't turn to them for news. You turn to them for, for lies. And that's the problem. Their, their audience likes the lies. They want the lies. Right. And so their, but their audience, they're incentivizing their audience to only stay within that ecosystem and not seek out, you know, actual coverage. So like they, they did, you know, three sentences on this lawsuit. Obviously they're not going to cover a lawsuit against themselves, but like this stuff, we're all up in arms about this, but 45% of the country and every Fox viewer really is not even getting that this is happening. It's not just that they agree or disagree. It's that they're just not seeing it. So we need to kind of find a way to bust into that. Well, that's why you're right about that's where the spectacle comes in. We have to make it, you know, we have to do things that, that people can't take their eyes off of, or at least can't, you know, can't avoid seeing. I was, uh, uh, when I talked to Reed about this uh, on, on the Lincoln Project podcast, I, I, we were talking about, I, I was going uh, about to leave Florida uh, and head head back to the Washington area. Uh, and so I decided to s- sit down and have a beer with 
a friend of mine who's the absolute Trump Trumper, you know, MAGA guy, who's been a good friend for seven years throughout all this. Uh, we we have our political arguments, um, but we've always treated each other with respect and with friendship. You know, we were sitting at the bar, and I said to him, "Hey, uh, I mean, right before the eve of the 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 lawsuit of the settlement, I said, hey, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. You think, um, you know, you think Fox will." will settle or you think it's going to go to a trial. And he had no idea what I was talking about. I mean, he just looked up at me and said, what, you know, I've, I've, I heard something about that, but I, I haven't been paying any attention of it, to it. I, I don't remember what, what's that about. I mean, he had no clue. And that just shows you the bubble um, that the Fox audience and the MAGA, a lot of MAGA people are in. And that's why, yeah, to, you know, I think even hashtags that, you know, love MAGA hashtag, anything that gets a MAGA person to maybe check out, you know, love MAGA to get them to actually let it seep into that, into that online within a story about how Fox lied to them, you know, or, or things we need to start doing. We need to make sure that they, that everybody knows this, sees this and understands it. And that, yes, it doesn't, it includes work, but it also understand, it means, I think, that we have to start understanding the spectac making the spectacle of this, uh, that it needs to be uh, and get, get as much attention as possible. So you mentioned the war on woke a minute ago and how the tide might kind of be turning against conservatives here, Joe. There were a couple more replies, I, I think, that, that you and I both saw on some of our, our tweets about last week's episode that, that really got me thinking, at least. Um, one from Tom and Lynn, who said, can we stop using the word conservative? It's more overused and more misused than woke. And then someone else replied saying, absolutely correct. None of what the Republicans are doing is conservative. And my question to you is, is as this as we're starting to see and we can talk about why we're starting to see conservatives or I guess the right. That's magic, man. Like, yeah, I, I never say conservative. I very rarely. I mean, I that's only from years of training of saying the word conservative. But I don't. We've I, we've lost. Not only is the word woke kind of changed a little bit, but but that conservative word is basically gone. No, now. there's not. There's no. There's nothing conservative about the MAGA-controlled Republican Party now. I mean, nothing. I've long ago let go of that word. It, it's ridiculous. There's no one. There's no one left in that party. I mean, at the top in the elected position, I'm sure there are lots of Republicans, rank and file Republicans who consider, consider themselves conservative and are, but they're, they're captive of the, of the outrage machine. Uh, like I said, I've always said that the, 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 the MAGA controlled party is, has been, you know, basically now is, is nothing but hostage takers and, and hostages. There may be some conservatives that are still, that are hostages, but they're, they're still in that party. It's not a conservative party. It is a authoritarian, anti-democratic, pro-retribution uh, and revenge party and nothing else. I mean, absolutely nothing else. That's what fuels it. And I think that's why, you know, they're out of step. They're so out of step on, on things like what they're doing with abortion right now. I mean, you know, new poll, Pew uh, poll, 71% of women under 30 say medication abortion should be legal in their state, as do 60% of men under 30. You know, compare that to roughly half of both men and women who are over 30. Um, so you've got, you know, I, I mean, here they are 
going down this road of all out bans or six week bans or, you know, uh, you know, and some of them are, are passing, you know, criminal, uh, you know, laws that criminalize abortion, you know, including putting women in jail or doctors in jail. I mean, it's, it's, that's not, there's nothing conservative about that. Um, uh, I, I don't think it's, it's, it's just mean spirited and it's like taking, it's, you know, in it basically for people who supposedly in conservatism is keeping government out of, you know, you know, reducing the size of government, re- reducing the impact government has on your freedom. Um, guess what? Uh, well, that's out the window now. We want, they want total control and you either have their uh, understanding of what needs to happen or, or, you know, it's their way or the highway. You see this with, with DeSantis, you know, <laughs> going after Disney. And so I think, look, there's a lot of this. Uh, look, I always thought that, first of all, when people use, you know, the woke thing and, you know, use it as a, you know, as a derogatory attack, the reality is a lot of what young people in particular want, I mean, gun violence, um, taking on gun violence, protecting rights, I mean, standing up for, for uh, gays and, and trans and people who, you know, who they, they may, you know, that just sort of the diversity that they feel that, you know, brace sort of what this country's about, you know, about uh, caring about each other and, and defending each other's rights. That generation, uh, I think, uh, you know, that, that now uh, the Republicans are derisively, you know, doing woke, 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 like, you know, the, like it's out of style and trans, 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 everything that they can do to to get the any anger towards the other, whoever, and make up a new other when they don't have one. A lot of the intent is really important. I mean, taking on um, gun violence. I mean, being uh, that everybody should have equal rights and equity. Uh, these are all things that, you know, are very American values. Right. What I think is going on, though, is a lot of the rhetoric and language we need to think about so that, I mean, I mean, because, and what I mean by that is they are so good about twisting it and making it scary to people, that, to, particularly to older people. Um, you see this with the 85-year-old guy who shot that kid who, who, who just was, you know, coming to the, he just was in the wrong, wrong door. You stoke that kind of fear and anger in people, the more this is us versus them, the more you should always be afraid of them. Don't let them destroy your life. They're coming for you. They're going to come to your suburbs and get you. Guess what happens when somebody shows up at your door that just made an honest wrong turn? Or a basketball on the wrong rolls into your yeah, yard. Yeah. Or, yeah. This is what's going on. This is what I mean about the danger now that, that, that that's yet literally impacting everybody, you know, in, in ways that we haven't seen. I mean, these are all things that just started to, to, to happen. I mean, I'm sure this has happened in the past, but nothing like the kind of, of rapidity and, you know, almost like one after the other now. And I think it's because of this constant attack against wokeism, this constant attack at creating the other. Uh, and, and it's the only way you can keep their base. And, and it's the only way Fox can keep its audience. And I think there has been a, a cost to the country for that. And I think that if there is a way to, for the American, I mean, for, for somehow to sue that company or the 
cable companies that carry it, it carry that message. You know, I, I hope somebody will step up out there and, and you know, uh, uh, who knows the law and figures out what the standing is and what we have to do to create that class because I'm in it, man. I'd love to be in that class and help help organize it. But yeah, I think they've gone over the deep end and now it's like who can make the the strongest attack against it, and you see it. It's like I love uh, Simon Rosenberg, uh, who, who Ron DeSantis is out there. And says, you know, Florida is wo where woke came to die. And Simon's response recently, and I think it's great, is like, woke is where, where Ron DeSantis came to die because of how just how his attacks on Disney, uh, on wokeism, you know, and on, on, I mean, on what he, you know, uh, derisively attacks it, the banning of books. Uh, now the the raising of the don't say gay bill, but they said it was just for y younger children. Now it's all the way through K through twelve uh, ban. You know it's it's gone. It, it's becoming clear that that won't. It may. Uh, it, it you know if Trump weren't around, it might win DeSantis the the nomination. It surely will get his ass kicked in the general election. And the you know the reality is now Trump's moving over and attacking uh you know saying that the six-week ban's a bad idea that, that he shouldn't be going after disney that you know he's the one that wants to, desantis is the one that wants to cut social security and medicare not me it's actually i think in a weird way benefiting trump a little bit here but look trump's going to defeat desantis um it, you know i don't even think desantis is going to get in the race but he has he has made what you're saying true alex i think he's making it clear that the woke thing is, it's running out of steam too. I mean, that attack I think is running out of steam, and it, and he's done it in such a way that I think it hurts the party writ large. And later on, you know, Trump can try to get around all this, but yeah, who appointed these Supreme Court justices that are, you know, the Clarence, you know, that are that have joined Clarence Thomas to do all this stuff? He's not going to be able to walk away from this either. In fact, he he unleashed it all. So uh, I think in the end. The the their craziness is now becoming clearly dangerous, even more so to I mean to more and more Americans. And that is, I think, gonna benefit Biden and uh, you know, as sort of in the and, and again, Democrats and pro-democracy candidates with that contrast. And so that's what I think. But we have to we do have to create more and more noise. And, you know, we need to get better at making the media pay attention. That's what the spectacle does. I mean, what they're, what Trump has been great at creates the spectacle and damn, the media can't get enough of it because man, ratings and, and, and he knows how to create that. We need to do that because otherwise, watch, in a couple of weeks or a couple of days, no one will be talking about Fox and the lies. Until the next case. I mean, hopefully Smartmatic. I mean, that one can keep out there. But we need but hearings, making Rupert Murdoch come to, the, come to testify in front of this, you know, whether Homeland Security, I don't know which one, but get a, you know, one, you know, you know get, that'd be good, right? Homeland Security hearings on why Fox News, it, it, uh, the, it, its impact on the January 6th, on its threat, the threat to the, to the nation, um, growing violent or whatever. But I mean, I just think making him come, making, you know, what the impact that the, the lies in the media are creating 
to divide Democracy, get them all in there. I mean, from all the networks, but make sure Hannity, Tucker, and all the questions that they would have been asked about those emails and things that we're all, oh God, I wish they would, that we hadn't settled so we could see the testimony. We can make people see the testimony. We can make it a must-see TV event. And I think that's what, uh, and I think Tom Etzel's right. And it's not, he, his idea was about all the threats, including the, what these states have been doing to, to change how electoral college votes or, or slates are sent to Washington, those kinds of things, what secretaries of states, uh, uh, secretary of state are doing and legislatures are doing to make it harder to vote uh, to, to uh, you know, all the, all the threat to democracy, but put them front and center, have real hearings on what's, and hey, by the way, if there's a Democrat doing stuff like that, they should be hauled in too. But uh, unfortunately, or fortunately, uh, though there still is one pro-democracy party uh, left in America, and we need to take the anti-democracy, forget what party anybody's in, but the anti-democracy, the authoritarian threat on, expose it, hold hearings, make it clear. And if the media is involved in that, and there it is, it, it, you know, Fox, you know, other, uh, you know, Alex Jones got taken for a hell of a lot. He's, he set the record for, he's the only one who's gotten a bigger hit, you, you know, for lying than, than Fox did. But there's more out there and it's coming. And I think every one of those, Mike Lindell, uh, Sidney Powell, Smartmatic, every one of them, we have to be there and we, may have, we have to be loud about it, which is another Simon Rosenberg thing. Get loud, people. Joe, I think we missed an opportunity. And I think if we had taken it, we probably wouldn't need to podcast anymore. But the, the whole prove Mike wrong thing for five million bucks, that would have probably been pretty easy, especially now that he actually has to pay for it. But good for the guy that actually did it and sued him to get it. And now is, is, is the Lindell is forced to pay that. But man, we could have. He's going to be a pay, he's going to be forced to pay a hell of a lot more. I'm telling you, it's going to. I, I think uh, the Bulwark folks are right. It's going to wreck. It's going to wreck Lindell. And I couldn't think of. That happening to a better person. A nicer guy, yeah, right? Nicer guy. Yeah. So, Joe, we're getting close to time here, but before we wrap, I want to talk about very briefly, at least, maybe not get into the whole debt ceiling thing, but one thing you and I both looked at this week about what the media is getting wrong on this, and I feel like we talk about this every week, but it, it, it's pretty clear that they're missing the point here, right? Yeah. I mean, look, the 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 it's the mainstream media is clearly missing it. You know, all this breathless coverage of what this might do to the economy, acting like the GOP House bill on the debt limit is serious. Bullshit. Come on. The big point here is the GOP wants the economy to fail. They are trying to crash things under Joe Biden. We could spend all day talking about this, but I've always said they have no interest in governing all they're trying to do is tank Biden and tank the country with it if that's what it takes to take power to get their, you know, what, as Tom Etzel talked about it, they, they, they did a, a completely illegal coup that didn't work and they learned from it. And now they're changing laws in all the states that they need to and about how those electoral college votes uh, you know, could be changed without much of a fight. Actually, there'll be legal briefs, very nicely worded legal briefs, explaining 
the case for why when the legislature when the when the legislature sent the other slate, it was within the new laws that they passed, the duly elected leaders of that state passed two in the morning or eleven fifty at night. But no, all of it is they don't care. All they want right. is power and they know they're not gonna get it by counting the votes. So how you now there's two ways to do that. You you if, if you know in the state that Biden wins, you know, by a few thousand votes, fifteen thousand votes, yeah, there was a problem with the machines. There's a law that says when there's a problem, the legislature takes over and makes a judgment and decides and sends that's one way. The other way, and they're gonna do this every day, is at every point, what do you what can you do? to make sure all that Joe Biden and anybody who cares about the country and democracy is doing to try to create jobs or keep the economy from floundering uh, and, and dealing with you know, a bunch of you know, economic factors out there, well, make them worse. You know, default, well, the default happened on Biden, and then they'll blame him. Um, you know, he didn't come to the table, he didn't, no. There is no table on the debt ceiling. That's, that's a budget debate. Yes, let's have it. You know, but but the debt ceiling is about us paying bills that Congress voted to take, voted to make. They had a credit card. They said they extended it and spent a lot of money. And now, okay, the bills come in due. We got to raise the debt ceiling so we can pay those bills. Oh no, you can't because we can't take any. No, you already voted to do this. It is complete bullshit. And it is, and that's what the the, the, the the mainstream media covering this, like, well, the the GOP wants to make some cuts, and they're gonna. It's bullshit. They 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 raised the debt over and that's over and over again for Trump, and they spent trillions for Trump. Never never a complaint, nothing. And now, oh, and by the way, during the during all this. You know, if, if you look at all the Republican presidencies, more and more debt gets piled up. And it's, it, you know, whether it's Clinton, Biden, real moves and, and re, to, to, to get the budget under control and actually, you know, get less deficit spending, that's all happened under Democratic presidents, not under the supposed, you know, conservative, frugal, less government Republicans. No, they go crazy. And they did. And now they're just making some false bullshit that the press keeps falling for doing the both sides thing. It's, this is just, it's anti-American and the press is falling for it instead of calling it that and calling it out. Joe, I think that is just a perfect place to end today. Well, that's how I see it. I, I, you know, I think again that the, it's really just a shame what's happened to journalism. You know, ultimately, you know, the way I'm seeing it, the media is, in a lot of ways, one of the most harmful things that's happened to the country, the way they've, they've just um, altered the way they cover things. I mean, y- they're used to, there were two sides of a real debate, and they've been so used to covering that and doing it pretty well over the years, you know, but and, and, and seeking the truth where they could. I mean, that's what Watergate, you know, that's what journalism was back then. Now it's not about the truth. It's just both sides and it's, and there aren't two sides. There's it, look when it comes down to 
whether you're for democracy or whether you're trying to destroy it, it's pretty important to, to, to expose and report on the people who are trying to destroy it and at least give people the facts to let them come to that conclusion instead of this phony bullshit both sides. Anyway, I'll, I'll look it off the soapbox, but uh, uh, it's, I think it's a, a real important thing that, that we need to focus on. One of the reasons we founded, helped co-found uh, Resolute Square and why this podcast, which will always be free, is part of the ResoluteSquare.com uh, community because it, we've got to create uh, you know, something that pushes back uh, the billionaires are not coming to our side to help fund uh, another, you know, a pro-democracy Fox News or a, uh, for lack of a better way of putting it, that's doesn't come outright. There's nothing pro-democracy about Fox News. But you know what I'm saying? There's no counter to the lie machine that the right and MAGA has created and that Trump fosters. Um, we need to create a pro-democracy message, which is part of what this podcast is about and, uh, and others. And I hope you'll You'll go to uh, resolutesquare.com slash trippy uh, and check uh, Resolute Square out. Um, thanks for listening to that trippy show. Thanks, Alex, uh, for walking us through those uh, uh, listener questions. Please subscribe to that trippy show and leave a review on Apple or wherever you listen. And you can send us your own question uh, to that trippy show at gmail.com or leave us a question in a review on iTunes. Uh, we, we're we're trying to get to more of them, and we will next week. Thanks so much. See you then. Stigmas around mental health were designed to hold us down, but we don't have to let them. If you're struggling, text or call 988 to connect with a trained crisis counselor who won't judge, just listen. 988 Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. Hope has a new number.